We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Hewitt-Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. pray. Hey, Pastor Henry. <laughs> Father, we want to thank you for this evening. We thank you for your great blessing and your great mercy. Thank you for your goodness towards us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Wow. God bless you. Put your hands together for Jesus and take your seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter 16, isn't it? Are you from Matthew chapter 16? Are you happy to be in church? Is church a good place to be? So Matthew 16, verse 18, isn't it? It says that, and I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Hallelujah. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This verse just tells me that it's it's one of the best um, verses you can ever find. To assure you that the best job to take is to work for God. Because um, other jobs and other things, institutions, empires, kingdoms have come and gone. But the words of Jesus is guaranteeing and telling us that the gates of hell will not prevail against the building of the church. Hallelujah. The gates of hell won't prevail. In other words, words, the church 
the church won't crumble. The church is not going to fall. The church is not going to be dissolved. It's not something that we are doing for a season, and after a while, it's not, it's not there anymore. Where we are seated alone is evidence to us that if God wants a church to be here, there will be a church here, regardless of race, color, whatever. There will be a gathering of people here. It's like, it's like you can choose to backslide. Your backsliding is not affecting the status of the church. The church is still there. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. The gates of hell will not prevail against the building of the church. So when you get involved in the building of the church, you have chosen the right job and the best job. Hallelujah. You've chosen the best thing. You've chosen the best thing. You're not going to lose. Don't expect that you're going to lose. If they at all, you'll be transferred to where it's working. If it starts working in Europe, you move to Asia. If it starts working in Asia, you move to Caribbean. Because it will be working somewhere. It will be working. It will be working stronger and stronger. It gets stronger. The church gets stronger. When, when you go, when you walk, uh, perhaps in Europe, you might think, and you'll be tempted to think that the church is not working. The church is, you know, a certain way because... Europeans don't believe in God. They're a certain way. But that is not a, a reflection of the church. That is not the church. The church is not the, the, the people that gather in Europe. The church is growing and swelling up. and swell. Christianity is not on a downward trend. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not on a, on, on a downward trend in the world. Christianity is getting stronger and stronger. So the church is being built. This statement that Jesus made is a very, very, very powerful and real statement. That I will build the church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. When hell comes against the church, the church will be found standing. The church will be there. So when you have chosen church work, you have chosen the best job. When you have chosen to serve God, you have chosen the best thing. You watch. Not that your, your business will fail. Your business will not fail in Jesus' name. But when um, the economy is affected, you know, things are affected, isn't it? Things are affected. You see, employment is affected. This is affected. So when, when you feel those winds, keep your eye on the church and see if the church is affected. You will discover that the church is there. You even discover that that is when people even have more faith. It's that we are going to church more. The day, the day, the day after Princess Diana died, that was a, she died, okay, she died like Saturday into Sunday, so like Sunday dawn. But so in the same day, that Sunday, that Sunday morning, churches in London were full. People went to church. People went to church. Fathers and priests had congregations to share their best revelations with. So in the, in the darkest hours, and the most difficult times, what people tend to is the church. 
It's a chase. It's like it's like when Satan does his best, then the church gets strongest. <laughs> when he does his best in someone, they say the church is strong. It's like his church. It's church. No one, no one made an, an announcement that let's all go to church or let's do this. No, no. It's like Satan does his best. Then church. It's like church. It's like as for church, it is, it's as though the church is an island. It's an island to the world of Satan's activities and Satan's problems that he creates. The church is an, it's, an, it's unaffected. Because as soon as there's a problem, do you know shout Jesus? Do you know shout God? When there is a problem, you look up to God. When Satan frightens you, he does his best. He does anything. Come, you see, you are looking up to God. It's like, where is God? Where is God? God, try and come. God, try and come. Because the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. I will build my church. I will build my church. I will build my church. So, so what am I saying? What I'm saying is that become church builders. If God is building church, why don't you become a church builder? Why don't you become church builder? If God is building church, if God is, is, is into church building and church development, then be part of it. Then join him. Don't be a commentator. Don't be an analyst. Don't become a... Um, someone uh, who criticizes church but rather God is building church become a church builder when we see you say what are you who are you say I'm a church builder I am part of the building of the church because why why then you quote Matthew 16 18 say because Jesus said I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it so I am safe in that job I am safe in that job. I am safe in that business. I am safe. I am safe with it. I'm safe with it. It's a good job to have. It's a very nice job to have. To be a priest. To be a shepherd. To be a pastor. It's a very nice, it's a very nice, I mean a very, very, very nice job to have. The scripture says that no man taketh this honor this honor. It is an honor to be included in the church building work. It is an honor. It is not, it is not, it is not an inconvenience, a harassment. It's not something that is meant to disturb your life. It is an honor or it is a honor depending on your nursery teacher. It is an honor. Because it says, no man taketh this honor. Or does it say, no man taketh this nonsense? Or no man taketh this, this disturbance? No, no man taketh this honor. It's an honorable thing. It's an honorable thing. In 2016, when I mentioned to people that I'm a pastor, immediately their attitude changes. The craziest man has a different attitude because I said I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a pastor. So when I say pastor, they don't understand. That's the only difference. I have to say, no, vicar. 
the vicar. So when I discovered that they won't understand, when I say pastor, they won't understand, I say, I'm a vicar. So what do you say? I'm a vicar. I'm a vicar. Because it's an honorable thing to be called a priest. May you become a priest. Yes. <laughs> but if you don't like it, don't receive it because it will happen. <laughs> so be careful. That's why I say amen. Don't be under pressure to say amen. And think that, uh, think that the amen is for free. It shall, it shall happen. 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 It will happen. Yeah. It's an honorable thing to be a priest. To be a priest. To be called a priest. No man taketh this honor. No man taketh this honor. No man. So anything, anything. Um, opposite of that means that it's not as honorable as this. If this is an honor, then anything the opposite of this is not honorable. When you are called and you don't accept the call, you are walking in dishonor. Yeah. Yeah. No man. I like, I like those two words. Dishonor. 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 It's that like you won't even get. You won't even get. You won't even get. Will you get to be knighted? Will you get an OB? Will you get MB? And when you read the Bible, the Bible is also telling you what, what, what in, in, in the Christian faith, what is an honor? It's an honor to be called of God, to be called, to be called. It's an honor. You, will you get? That is why, that is why Jesus said, Jesus said, you shall not cast your pearls before swine or give that which is holy to dogs. So it's like the ministry, the ministry. You don't even offer it with people with anyway, Jesus said this, so you can't give it to me who are swine. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. The swine test to detect whether someone has traits, traits of swine in his system, in his thinking. The swine test is how people behave when the honor of the ministry is thrown on them. How do they behave? How do they handle it? That's why you know that this person has traits, traits. Of swine, there's, there's swine behavior. Swine, there's, there's, there's swine, the swine genes are present in his system. Or swine parasites. It's when an honorable thing, look at the words of Paul. He said, I count all these things as dung. This honor. I count it. Are you giving me that verse? I count them as dung. 
He said, yea, doubtless, I count all things, but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, my Christ Jesus, my Lord. Are you reading the Bible as well? Does the Bible apply to you? Do you like what the Bible says? Mm. <laughs> for the excellence of knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them, but dang. Ask yourself, what is he counting as dang? For this honorable office of the call of God. Anything else is dang. When the call of God is put there, anything else is dang. Unless you haven't read your Bible. He said, that I may win Christ. Who are you trying to win? You're trying to win Jackie. (laughs) And Jimmy. And Johnny. Who are you trying to win? You're trying to win dollars. One brother that I was encouraging to be stable in church. You know, I said, I said, make yourself a church boy. Use your gift. Use your gift and your skill to be in church. Be in church. Be stable in church. And then he started telling me that he can earn five, I remember, I remember the figure. He said $5,000 a night when he goes to play for some people. I said, really? So you think $5,000 a night is better than being a church boy? So he went on one of the tours and he came back in this office. Then he came back to me here. He said, Bishop, it's the manual. It's the money, but the experience. He said, this time, as I was playing, and the girls were shouting and screaming. I said, I mean, look, put my verse there, okay? My verse is more important. And the girls were screaming. Yeah, you know how they scream? Yeah, not even, no, I don't know whether they even scream. As whoever was singing was singing, because it wasn't a Christian that was singing. He told me, he said, he said he would never play for Kirk Franklin, he would never play for Helen Baylor, he would never play for, there was one more. He said, because they don't, they don't give a lot of money. You see, if he had read this, I do count them as dang that I may win Christ, he would have renewed his mind very fast. I said, he said, Bishop, do you know what started landing on my keyboard? I said, what? I said, what? What came? He said, underwear. He said, when the girls get excited, they take their underwear off and throw. It's like, it's like, look. So I asked him, so how would you know whose underwear has come? Because it's like an invitation. Because I tell him, I tell him that, you know, come to, I don't know what, I don't know which one he should take. The scented one or the non-scented one. I don't know, I don't know what the message should be. One, one of them will be very pungent. <laughs> 
So he has to decide, am I supposed to look for the pungent one or the one that is Some of them will have screech marks in it. So which one should I take? To take off their panties. Throw it ahead. It's like, come on. <laughs> I mean, you have been offered serve God you want five thousand dollars a night with pungent panties George what is Abba saying (laughs) whom I have suffered the loss of all things I mean, even such people should even, I don't know whether even they should even quote this. I mean, smelly pants, is it something to lose? Is it a loss? Look at the things you are now coming to discuss that you have to sacrifice. <laughs> Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. This honor, this honor, this honor, this honor. It's my prayer that you all become preachers. Yeah. Oh, it's my that yeah, you become preachers, that you are preachers. Amen. You are ministers. Amen. That every week, every week, you have at least, at least 10 people that you share the word of God with. What a blessing it will be. What a blessing it will be. What a blessing it will be. That you can, you can teach the word. You have the way to teach the word. To share the, to share the word with someone. Even, even for 30 minutes. Just for 30 minutes. You share the word with someone. And you pray with them. And you lead them to Christ. Can you imagine every week you lead one soul to Christ. One soul to Christ. He's all standing somewhere and collecting underwear. This Anna. This Anna. It is an Anna. Next time you see someone who has answered the call, please respect him. Please respect him. Even if he's broke. Yeah, even if he's broke, even for whatever standards you have in your head, you think you are better than him. Just as, just as I'm appealing to your Christian conscience, that someone who has responded to the call said, "Yes, this call, I like it." Respect it because the Bible says that it's an honor. When you enter into that zone, you are an honorable person. You are an honorable person. Whether you have money or not, you are an honorable person. 
An honorable person. An honorable person has come. Because you have responded to the call of Jemima. He has responded to the call of God. Yeah. You, when Jemima called you, you answered. He, when God called him, he answered. Who is greater? The one that is in love with Jemima and the one that is in love with God. Who is greater? So let me move on. This Hebrews, if I stay there. So, today, this is all a recap, isn't it? From, from previous episodes. Today, I think I want to start from the book of Acts. And I want to start from Acts because I want to talk to you about, you know, the building of the church. How the church is supposed to be built. And I want us to learn from the first church, which is the ideal church, which is the dream church, which is, which is, like, which is like the first model of the church. So we can learn from it. Because sometimes, you know, with the passage of time, when people come up with different theories, some of the theories that you read, you said, it's not, it's not even biblical, but it's just... It's just, it was just written in America, so it's like, it's okay. No, it's true. It's true. I'll show you, I'll show you things. You, you discover that it's not, you can't find a verse for it. But because an American wrote it. So it's like it's something very important. Before it seeped into the church and then now the standards or the pattern of the church is different. It's different. Because someone has written something. (laughs) So, Acts. Have you found Acts? Okay. Wow. Okay. Let's start from Acts chapter 2. Actually, Acts chapter 1. Let me start from Acts chapter 1. A quick one. Acts chapter 1. All will be quick. Today is quick. Quick points. Yeah. Acts chapter 1. It says, A former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. Until the day which he was taken up, and after that, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. Are you ready to learn from the dream church and the ideal church and the original church and the first church? The church that started right after Christ. The people who said, the one we have seen, the one we have handled, the one we have heard of. They, that, that's, that's how their church was. Before we, st- we started, before other things, other things crept into the church. And 
things were mixed. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So the first sign The first sign that every minister, every Christian should look for and should aim for is the presence of the Holy Ghost in the church. The presence of the Holy Ghost. When you become saved, when you give your life to Christ, the next thing you look out for is the Holy Spirit. And then, when you have the Holy Spirit, the next thing you should look out for is that you are a witness for God. You are a witness. Because it says that you, you will have power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall become witness. So the church, the church must be filled with witnesses. Nobody should exempt himself. Nobody should say, you see, that is why, that is why perhaps... I'm not sure. Perhaps it is an error to have an outreach ministry in the church. So that is where some people say that we are not into outreach. If you have the Holy Spirit, you'll be into outreach. You'll be into outreach. The whole church, the whole church, the entire church from, from the pastor to the person who has just given his life to Christ. They are all witnesses. People who testify. That is, they open their mouth and they speak concerning their experience of salvation. That is the church. That is how the church should be. The church shouldn't be that. It's just a segment of the church that does outreach. Which usually, which usually, you will see, it's almost as well as a few odd fellows in the church. Ladies who are 47 plus and they are not married. Then they are the ones who have, who have a bag and with some um, um, black clerk shoes. Walking on the streets, witnessing. It's like, yeah, these are some, you know, and they have, I don't know how, you'll find them in almost every church. They have some odd, weird feeling to themselves. 53, and I'm married, 55, then we say we are into outreach. In black clad shoes. With block heel. White what? White, white, white fitting. Yes. This is from Pastor Daniel. With some odd flowery blouses. And tired wigs.
It's as, it's, as, it's as though these are the ones that have the Holy Ghost. But he says that, but you shall receive power. He said, forget about the kingdom being given to Israel or something about Israel. Forget about it. He said, you, you as Christians, born again, saved, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. So the first is that the Holy Ghost must come after you are saved. The next responsibility from your, from your, the whoever converted you or your pastor or your shepherd is to do Holy Ghost baptism. You must receive the Holy Ghost. Then after you have received the Holy Ghost, the next thing that is a spirit, that you are a witness. You are a witness. You are a witness. You share, you share your experience. You tell somebody else how Jesus died for your sins. You tell people. That is where we see you. That now you are, you are like a teacher in the church. You are teaching new converts. You are testifying of the things you have tasted of. You are, te- you are teaching them how to become a strong Christian. It is not too much to ask. It is not too much to ask. Unless you are an unbeliever. Unless you are not born again. Or unless someone has deceived you. Someone has taught you something different. It is not, it is not, it is not a lighthouse thing. It is a Bible thing. It is not a lighthouse thing. It's not a lighthouse thing. Why are you making it a lighthouse that in lighthouse everybody must be everybody must be a minister? Why are you making it a lighthouse thing? It is Christian. It is Christian. It is Christian. Why? Unless you are not a Christian. So you have what well, you have different things about such clear verses. I, I wonder. So who are you? Then who are you? What are you made up of? A Christian must be a witness. Someone who testifies. Someone who teaches teaches of his experience in the Bible. He's a teacher and, 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 and someone who testifies of his experience. I work here every Tuesday. I testify of what I've experienced and what I've seen. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. That's what we expect every Christian to be. Every Christian. Every Christian. Oh, lighthouse. Lighthouse where you go there before you realize you're a pastor. Whole oh, lighthouse. You see, you've made it into a lighthouse thing. Because some idiot must have put it in your head. An idiot. If that idiot was a little clever, I would have said to you that where in the Bible does it say that you people must be must be witnesses, you must be ministers? Then we read the Bible. Then we read the Bible. Then we read the Bible that many are called. Then we read the Bible that witnesses. When you see the Holy Ghost as a Christian, you are a witness. You are expected to be a witness. The power that has come upon you must convert you into a witness. Hmm. That's what we should see. All the idiotic discussions that you don't like towels, you don't like towels, you don't like towels. You know, it's a lighthouse. You know, lighthouse before you realize just one tool before you realize uh, you are being sent to missions. Lighthouse before you realize you are, you are starting a church. Lighthouse before you realize you are becoming a cell leader. Lighthouse before. What should we do? 
What's but you shall receive you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be millionaires and you shall be plumbers and electricians it's not like house. it's the Bible I beg you it's the Bible it's not the Bible it is the Bible it is the Bible it is the Bible so you have become, you think you're a modern Christian. You are back, you are backsliding, lost, blockheaded believer. That's what you are. You need light to be to shine into your head, into your skull. You think you are modern Christian, so I'm not into witnessing. A few elderly, weird women should go on witnessing with the odd brother following them with a tambourine. Asking them for some KFC after after they've done some witnessing on a Saturday afternoon at two p.m. We we are, we we are too cool. We are too cool. Do you know what you call cool? Cool is a backsliding brother. That is a, those that, that that cool that cool definition. You have you have not the Holy Spirit. You have not the Holy Spirit. You haven't experienced. That is why you call yourself cool. In your backsliding lost state, you say you are cool. <laughs> if this is what you call cool, then I don't want to be cool. I don't want it at all. Some of the things I meet with people have that people have this. I rest. I don't want it at all. But when they are presented, they, they present as though they are really top of they are top of the charts. I realize I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. Some they are surprised that I don't like because they've been told over the years that what they have is so great. I don't want it at all. It's so disgraceful. Hide it. Hide yourself. Hide yourself. And come out refined in the power of the Holy Spirit. Be a witness. Be a preacher. Be a teacher. Be a witness. Be a preacher. Be a teacher. Be a witness. If you have the Holy Ghost, if you have the Holy Ghost, you will be. You will be. If you have the Holy Ghost, you will be the church. The entire church must be witnesses. That's the style. That's the pattern. That's the ideal church. Everybody. Everybody is a witness. Everybody. Everybody. If you sit on the bus next to a church, the person doesn't have to be a priest or a seller before he will ask someone that, are you saved? Every believer, every, anywhere you go, you should ask people, are you saved? It's not a shame to you that we'll meet you in a group of people who are unbelievers and you have never opened your mouth to witness to them or to lead them to Christ. It's a shame to you. You see, this is where we start questioning what spirit do you have? What spirit do you have? That the people around you, you have never, I mean never, ever. Because you are not a missionary. Who is a missionary? (laughs) The next, the next thing. 
You want the next one, isn't it? The next thing is that. Are you still in the book of Acts? Stay in Acts. What's that? Are you okay? I hear you whispering. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's what you want. Acts 2, Acts 2, verse 41. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. (laughs) Then they that gladly received this word were baptized. And the same day, they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So, the church, the church is supposed to be large. Supposed to be a mega church. Not a small church. They added 3,000. Is 3,000 small? Large. Just supposed to be large. As they were getting saved and baptized, I don't want to talk about baptism too much, but baptized, you can see it. In the church, there has to be baptisms, Holy Ghost baptisms, water baptisms, no problem. And the same day, they were added about 3,000 souls. Large. The church became large. It's a large church. A small church, small tiny church means that you there's something that you are not doing, or there's something more for you to do. Don't come up with excuses, don't come up with cock and bull stories and say, Over here, over here, what? Over here, what? Satan is greater than God. Over here, what? What are you going to say? Large. It has to be large. Must have a vision for large church. Large that the church is growing. Your church large. Don't accept smallness. Don't accept dwarf churches. Don't accept that dwarf church. Don't accept it. Don't accept it. Plenty souls that are unsaved. Don't accept this. How it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. It's going to be like this. 27, 47. Do not accept it. Go the extra mile. Because the church, that's it. 3,000 souls. The same day, the same day we added 3,000 souls. I met someone the other day. His vision for the year. His vision for the year that he will have 100 souls. I said, you have a very bad vision. I said, your vision is bad. That from January... To December, 100 souls is what you want. From January, January, 1st January to 31st December, 
365 days. When the same day, the same day, the same day, 3,000 souls have been saved. Is this small, 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 small visions that affect the church? By our churches are becoming mega churches. More souls are being saved. More souls shall be saved. So you, you have to pray and work because your husbands are here to come. Your wives are here to come. Mm-hmm. As you are here, you are spying somebody. You are spying somebody's wife. So go evangelism for the person to come and be saved and be baptized and be baptized in the Holy Spirit and be added to the church. You are scrambling with somebody over some girl. Or you didn't know. You didn't know that your, your wife has to be saved. And your husband has to be saved. Has to be brought to the church and saved. And then you can have a wedding. You didn't know that. Where did you come from? Were you not saved? Did someone not bring you to the You got saved before somebody got you. Yes. That's how it works. That's how it works. Somebody has to be saved for someone to take. So you, we can't close down the factory under your watch. We have to keep producing people, producing people, and turning them into real serious people. Yeah. Of course, did you not get saved? You got saved. And somebody took. Yes. She, she got saved. She said, so she's a pastor's wife. She got saved. And a rev, a rev said, I like. I like this process so. But you were raw material that came, isn't it? Yeah, you came raw material. You were processed. So I worked on you. Then rev said, I, I like this sausage. I like this sausage. It's not just it's not just a cow that is walking on some field somewhere. It's a, a, a cow has been killed. The meat has been processed, put in a way. It's a sausage. Yeah, the same day, three thousand souls. Same, 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 same day. Same, 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 same day. Same, 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 same day. That shall be a testimony. Yeah. I said that shall be a testimony. Yeah. Fat churches. Fat churches, fat churches, growing churches, ever increasing churches. You should be looking for it. Was saying that from January to whatever you're expecting hundred. You should be looking at multiple services, multiple services. All you should be looking for multiple services. You should be looking for even other days apart from a Sunday for a service. This this must be your, our dream. This must be our vision. The, in the same day, 3,000 souls. That's not a small church. That's not a small church. This Acts chapter 2. That's not a small church. It's not a baby church. I will build my church. They think he was building something small. It's going to build 20 people. Those 20 people, it's a, it's a result of a lot of sleep. A lot of sleep, a lot of slumber. 
at least the scripture tells us that is how poverty comes. He didn't just state financial poverty. Poverty is like lack. A lot of sleep, a lot of slumbering, slumbering, always dozing off, always resting, a lot of resting. That is how poverty can you be impoverished. Wow. You want the next characteristic, isn't it? Mm. Have plenty. This one was verse what? 41. Okay, so verse 42. Let's go straight to verse 42. 42 is a good one. And they continued. That's the 3,000, the church. The mega church. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. So, there was, there was a belief and emphasis in the word of God, on the word of God. They believe on the word of God. And this particular verse is telling us the apostles' doctrine, that is, the teaching, doctrine is teaching. The teaching of the apostles' was what they held on to steadfastly. Steadfastly. Steadfast is to stay on course. To stay. So they stayed on course with the apostles' teaching. The teaching of the apostle. The teaching of the apostle. What is the apostle teaching? What are the apostles' teaching? They stayed on course with it. They stayed on course with it. The people are 3,000 a day. Those who say we don't want to go with the apostles' doctrine, how many people do they have in their churches? The apostles' doctrine is teaching. The apostles' teaching. The apostles' teaching. What the apostle teaches the whole church was into what the apostle was teaching. <laughs> the whole church was into the apostle's message. So if you are in Lighthouse Chapel, you must be into, into the teaching of the apostle, Bishop Daggy Ward Mills. You have to be. You didn't know it was scriptural, isn't it? It was scriptural. If you lived in those, in those days, you would have said, ah, but Jeremiah has also written something. Isaiah, so you see, just as people say, can't you have your, you, know, you can have your own mind. You can have it. But your own mind that you have, please let it be based on scriptures. Your own mind that you have. Let it be based on scriptures. And your own mind that you have must be based on Acts 2.42. Right. Where you have been placed. What do you hear there? What is taught there? What is done there? The apostle is speaking every time. The apostle is teaching. You must continue. We must continue as Lighthouse Chapel International. We must continue steadfastly in what the apostle is teaching. That is how the church is built. I'm showing you how the church is built. How the church is built. I don't know. I wish I could find whether Jesus gave them 
steps to building a church because they seem to know what to do after he left. They seem, immediately they seem to know what to do. They must have told them that, you know what? Follow what we are teaching. Follow our teachings. Our teachings, follow it. Maybe Jesus must have told them when he was saying to them that, uh, I don't have any words of my own. Everything that I say is from the Father. So I say, he was teaching them how to do things. That you, follow, you follow the person that has been given to you. You follow the person that is in front of you. The person that birthed you. You learn from the person. You learn. Because Paul seemed to understand. Even though Paul was not amongst these guys. He seemed to understand the same principle. He said, be ye imitators of me. Be ye followers of me. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. They all seem to have that thing. So if you're in the church, we can't lead you. They were in trouble. They're in trouble. Because you seem to have more of a secularized mind. I can't debate against the secularized mind. Because your premise is different. My arguments are based on scripture. Your arguments are based on common sense. I, I'm not into common sense, I'm into Bible. I'm into Bible. I'm into Bible. So we can't have a... We can't. We can't. We can't. We can't, have, we can't even reason. We can't even reason. When the scripture says that be ye transformed. Be ye transformed. How? It says that by the renewing of your mind. So it says the mind that you came from the world with has to be renewed. Like you renew a license. It's that it has expired. The way of thinking, the trend of thinking, the philosophies that you have of the world, the philosophy that they have in the world, that they used to argue in the world, is not applicable in the kingdom of God. So when you come in, you let go of the expired mind and then you renew the mind. Based on scripture. Based on scripture. Based on the Bible. When you bring any other debate, I'll just stare at you. Because we are not in parliament. Can't you use your mind? You can use your mind. But let your mind be based on scripture. (laughs) Can't you think for yourself? You can think for yourself, but let your thinking be based on scripture. Let your, your thinking be based on uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola company, their, their values and the laws and the rules. There. That is what you want to bring. into. No, no, no. Here it's Bible. Here it's Bible. Church Bible. Church Bible. Church Bible. Church Bible. As soon as we say church Bible. So they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. In the apostles' doctrine. So a church that is just fashioned after this church, you see, they will continue steadfastly in the apostles' podcast. Yeah, they will continue in it. They are the ones that are interested in the podcast. They're the ones when they wake up now, they say, what, is, what has the apostles said? Yesterday, the apostle was speaking whilst we were in church. So, what did the apostle say? What did the apostle say? What did the apostle teach? 
I want to hear what the apostle has said. I wasn't there, but I want to hear what the apostle said because I have to stay on course with the teachings of the apostle. So there's emphasis on the word of God. The importance of the word. The word of God is very important. Quiet time, your personal quiet time, and then the apostle's doctrine. What are we being taught as a church? What direction do we have as a church? It's from the apostles' teaching. It's from the apostles' teaching. That's why we emphasize it. That's why we encourage it. That's why we show you how to do it. Get the podcast. Listen to it. We say, get Makane. Listen to it. We say, get I Makane. Listen to it. You shouldn't be left out. That is how you be left out. That is how you be a round peg in a square hole. You blame you blame this the hole forever and ever, but it's you. You are round, you should have been square. As you are shouting, the hole is square. The hole is square. Ask yourself the next question What is wrong with being square? Should everybody be a pastor? Should everybody be a minister? Should everybody preach? Ask yourself, what is wrong with preaching? What is wrong with preaching? Then ask yourself, what does the Bible say about that? What does the Bible say about that? God is waiting for you. God is waiting for you. God is waiting for you. All the things that you have heard, all the things that you have received, Make sure you produce the right fruit. <laughs> hmm. Am I speaking to somebody? They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and then in fellowship. There was also fellowship. Do you know fellowship? They continued in fellowship. Meetings, being together, enjoying each other's company. Yeah, fellowship, then breaking of bread. Breaking. One of the most beautiful things is to see is to see a church. Then after church, without any instruction, they have a way of splitting up into small groups, and they are going to eat. Breaking of bread. There's no way, but we have to break bread. We have to eat. We have to eat. We have to eat. I have a group of people that I eat with every Sunday. They don't go home. You see them hanging around. We have to eat. Because they know I'll pay for them. They said they have British culture. I have half culture. British culture, when you finish eating, everybody takes out their card and you pay for your bill. You should see them now. When we finish eating, they are sitting there, we're looking at me. The half man should pay. Half. I'm from half. I'm fresh off the boat. 
now I've also caught, I've also, I've no longer fresh. I've been here for over two decades. Now we are all going to split the bill. Or if it will make one queue to the, to the counter. I had, I had carbonara. How much was it? 9.98. Tip, no. My card. I'm going. Whatever you, I had, I had carbonara and sparkling water. So it came to 11.98. My card. Gratuity? No. You are tap water, tapes water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was telling someone, I was telling someone this afternoon that I have decided. I have, I've also become British. British. Yes. But anyway, I'm talking about breaking of bread. We'll still go and break bread. Everybody should come with their card. <laughs> yeah. If you can go home. Go home and drink Thames water. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> but, but it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. We closed it the other day and I, I, was, I, I was having a meeting somewhere upstairs so I could see outside by the streets. And I saw the people. I saw the people naturally gravitating to smaller groups. Smaller groups. Smaller groups. I could tell some, some were hunting for beloveds. Some were just fellowshipping. But, but it, was, it was just a beautiful thing to watch. You know, you can tell when a brother is trying hard for a beloved. You could tell the way he was standing. I said, look at this guy. He hasn't got a verse. Look at how he's talking to the sisters. <laughs> I was sitting, I was looking, and I was sitting with some others. So I kept asking, so who is this one? What's the name of this one? What's the name of this one? You see some guy is leaning against his, a car. I mean, his car. His, I don't know that he has license and insurance, but he was there. He was leaning against his car. And there's no, the girls, they don't like walking. So they sit down with a car. They surrounded him. And he was talking. I said, I, I'll finish preaching. Look, look, look at this guy. What is he telling them? <laughs> what is he saying to them? Well, they surrounded him by his car. He's standing there talking. Then he put his hand in his pocket. I don't know what he's explaining. I, I mean, it's called Delroy. <laughs> 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 Hey. But it's a beautiful thing. When people break into smaller groups and they all gravitate into the restaurants around. Restaurants around. You see, this group has come into this restaurant. This one has gone here. They gravitate to break bread. To break bread. It's a beautiful, it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. After church every Sunday, you must have a group, a family that you move with to eat. To eat. You move with to eat. I have my group. I have my group. They call them the squad. Yeah. Yeah, my group. We are called we are called the squad. Yeah. When we move. Yeah, move, I can see. I can see that some people are jealous. They wish they could come out. But to come in, you have to accept this honor. The honor. When you don't accept the honor, it's very difficult to break through. <laughs> yeah. The squad, yeah. The squad. We move. We have a lot of work, so we usually move late. We usually move after everybody. Then we make them move. We have to eat. Yes, we have to eat. Then the half man should pay. Now the half man, he said his half days are over. 
One man, one card. Hey. Man, one card. When you finish, I will go to Starbucks. Tasha, I will invite you one of these days. <laughs> to Starbucks. That you see, you see us ordering. The other one to the half man will pay again. But the half man has become British. His British passport came today, so he's no longer half. Breaking of bread. And then what? The next one is what? Prayers. Prayers and everything that has to be common. Has to be common. It's to be like the, the, the air that you breathe. Prayers. In the church. There has to be prayers in the church. Prayers in different forms. Whole church praying. Smaller groups praying. It has to be organized. It has to be prayers. Don't live in the church or build. You can't build the church without prayer. Oh. You are sleeping. You want the church to, to work? It can, no, 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 no. It, it doesn't work like that. It's not like that. <laughs> it's not like that. Even your prayers will save some people in the church. The demons that will speak to them because of your prayers, the demons will not gain access. Prayers. Prayers in the church. Anyway, verse 43. And all that believed were together. They had all things in common. That's why they have my card in common. <laughs> verse 45. And sold their possessions and, and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. <laughs> and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and with singleness of heart. So, wait in verse 46. Verse 46 gives us two points. The first one is that there are two types of church meetings. One is the temple meeting. The temple meeting. Can you see how Jesus built his church? There are two types of meetings. One is the temple. That is Sunday morning. That we all come together. One large group. We are together. That is the 3,000. The 3,000 will meet together. That is the temple. The temple. The temple. And then there is the house-to-house meetings, the smaller group meetings, smaller group meetings. So our churches, our churches must have this format. Every single church must be like this. We have one Sunday meeting, but then we have the smaller families. That the smaller, and you must belong to a family. You must belong to a family. Let's belong to a family. I belong to a family. I belong to a family. 
Usually when we go out, when we go and eat, then they all be say, oh, thank you, Bishop. Like I keep telling them, and I mean, I keep telling them, look, don't thank me. It's a blessing to have people to eat with. It's a blessing. It's actually a blessing. I'm in the, sitting somewhere alone. Either because you can't afford for others, or you don't want others to see that you are just having uh, fries and ketchup. But it's a blessing. It's a blessing you can sit with people. It's even an extra blessing for me that I don't even care what who orders. It is okay. We can eat. But still, my British passport has come. <laughs> Yeah. We, 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 we went for a camp recently. I went with my squad. Even the people who were hosting us at the camp could see that they were jealous. Because they couldn't break into the squad. They couldn't break into it. Because we were together all the time. I mean, we are tight. We are tight. Even when we are quarreling, you don't know that we are quarreling. You don't know who has cried and who hasn't cried and who is laughing. We are, it's tight. Yeah. Tight. You should also have your family. You should also have your group that you move with. Because there's a general church. You see, church, we are here like this. One large family. But when church finishes, you will see me. I'll be in the car with some people moving somewhere. Today, today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You see me, I'll be with them. You see me. It's defined. They will enter. When I enter the car, they will enter. They will enter. We are moving. We will drink coffee. If we don't have anything, we will drink coffee before we sleep today. Yeah. Need to have your family. Make sure that in the church you are not alone. Make sure that in the church you are not alone. Have a group, a smaller group. We call it cells. We call it cells. Be part of a cell. And if you're a cell leader, enhance the family spirit. Let that family spirit be strong amongst you. Let it be strong. Yeah. Don't. Don't overly dwell on people's weaknesses and problems. Enhance the family spirit. Let it be strong that you like each other. I mean, I like my, my group. I really like them. Even if we have problems, you wouldn't know. I mean, you're not the one I'll tell. I'll tell them. being with them. I am I'm comfortable with them. I'm comfortable with them. I'm comfortable with them. That even when we go somewhere, I even forget that, oh, there are other people here that I should be talking. I even forget. It's not even deliberate. I actually forget that you know where you are. You know, there are these people there that you can, no, I actually forget. Because I am that comfortable with them. With one accord in the temple, and then breaking bread from house to house. From house to house. Moving. Smaller groups is important. 
Otherwise, you always be lost in the large. You see, when you become lost, all you see are problems on, on other people because you don't have a family. You start seeing other people's problems. There's this problem here. There's that problem here. There are problems everywhere, including you. You're a problem. Yeah. Including you, you're a problem. You're a problem. Next time you watch a football match, listen to what the footballers have to say, those who played. Because they interview about one or two of them. Listen to what, what they say. And they listen to the people who are sitting in the air-conditioned studio. Talking. Listen and compare the two. Compare the two. Those who didn't play, they'll even be ready with graphics and things to show this person's mistake and this person's this. And can you see there was a gap here? This one should have run into it. And this, you'll see them showing it. And then those who played always will be giving compliments to the other team players who really tried. We did our best. It's a team effort. Oh, but the goal you scored was so yes. Uh, yes, I know I scored the goal, but my other team players, they always, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the, they don't have time to see anybody's mistake. They don't have time to see anybody's mistake. As soon as you see somebody's mistake, you don't have a family. You are called a rogue lion. Or a rogue elephant bull, a rogue bull. They are the most dangerous in the on the safari or in the plains. They're very de- a rogue lion, dangerous. Rogue elephant, dangerous, because they don't have a family. They're always alone. Always alone. You are a danger to yourself when you are alone. Plug into the family. Plug into it fast. Fast. Join yourself. To join yourself. Join yourself. Don't be a rogue soul. I was always alone. Always alone. All your friends are unbelievers. Or all your friends are outside the church. Even the apostles' doctrine of that, you are not into the apostles' doctrine. You are into another apostle's teachings. Or you are into several apostles' doctrines. You are confused. You will be confused. You will be confused. You will be confused. When you're a child, you don't like having your shower much. How many of you know that? Oh, if you know that, give me a wave so I don't feel alone. You don't like having your shower. Yeah. So, in primary school, must have been around year three or year four, we're talking to our headmistress's daughter. And, (laughs) and she was telling us that in their house, including her mother, who is her headmistress, in their house, you have your bath once a week. You are saying, hey, we were children, we're jealous. And then, she went on to explain to us that even the bath, the bath, it's the swimming pool. So we go swimming on Wednesdays. That's, the, that's, that's when water touches our skin. They go swimming. At a place called Tesano Club. So that is where so we go there for swimming. 
on Wednesdays, midweek. So that is our, that's our battle. We've got this. When you finish, they just have some shower. Right? They just wipe go home. They have, from there, they go out for a meal, whatever. Can you imagine me entering my, my father's house? And telling my father that you know what, Daddy, there's a new there's a new teaching. I think you haven't heard of that teaching. This is your everyday bath. Don't not even every this twice you bath in the morning, in the evening. You are wasting water. The water bill is high. I've just got a new teaching. That we must bath once a week. Do you think I'll be standing here by now? <laughs> That is it what one day someone in his zeal. I can't remember whether he told me or he sent it through someone that our music is not like Hill Song. I said, No problem. No problem. It's not like Hill Song. No problem. I'll show you. I'll show you the discipline and the rehearsals of Hillsong music team. If it were not like Hillsong, start it. Start Hillsong. Yes. I said start Hillsong. I said I have their videos there of rehearsals. I have DVD there, 24 hours with Brian Houston. I have all there. You are telling me that the church is not, the, the, what is it, it's not like, I said, if I call you just, if I call you just on Tuesday, Tuesday, I'm going to have service. Be here at 9 a.m. to rehearse, to rehearse this, the songs we'll sing for the day. Will you, will you, will you, it's, been, it's been one year now. Every every Tuesday I sit here. Every Tuesday I sit here. I hear one song. Hey, hey, hey. Can you tell me what what uh, uh, hill song? It's been one year now. Every Tuesday, every as soon as I hear it, that I tell myself they are taking offering. I have to get ready and go. Every Tuesday I sit here and hear. Hey, hey. hey. Hill song. When you see when you see something nice, that, that's why, that's that's why you don't answer a fool. You shouldn't answer a fool because you will look like him. Because the comment the person is making, he has not even thought of that. How do you even get there? How do you even get it? Do you know the number of months I've heard that city? Number of months I've heard that thing. I'll be thinking, hey, so, and I'm not saying you should stop singing. You can sing it. You like it. You can stop singing. That's not a problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying you should stop. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything like that at all. I'm not saying that. But I am showing you the lack of creativity and what causes the lack of creativity. Because you'll be the first. These people, they'll be the first to come and say, you know, the music, the this, the music, what it takes to produce it. Produce it. 
Who is against it? Produce it. Who buys the instruments? You, it's not, it, does, it will not even cost you even a dime. Produce it. Why should I buy anything from, from since whenever? Hey, hey, hey. Am I mad? It's not like hill song. It's not like hill song. It's not like hill song. Yeah. <laughs> One day I open the door and say, "You too, eh?" Hey, hey. things in a certain way to improve you see they, they can't you see they can't <laughs> I said there are two points in this verse isn't it <laughs> please don't stop singing it okay I beg you don't stop singing it because I think it works. So far, it's working for you. So stay at it. <laughs> don't stop. Don't stop. I'll be sad if you stop. Because there seems to be a flow. So flow to you feel that like the flow has ended. And they did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Singleness of heart. Singleness of heart. That is, it's like unity. But what makes up unity? We all believe in one thing. That is, loyalty. We are all devoted, committed to one thing. We can't be united unless we all believe in one thing. You can't build a church unless the people believe in what the apostle believes in. When we follow the apostle, if the apostle says, do this, that is it. There must be loyalty, faithfulness, commitment. There must be loyalty, commitment, and devotion in the church. At the temple level, and the house to house, as the cell, the cell, the smaller group levels. And we are all the same. We believe in the same things. Not that you think you are better than me. When you see my fault, you think you are better than me. It's a dangerous thing. And you're a dangerous person. And you're a dangerous person. If you see my fault, and you don't want to help me fix my fault, you're a dangerous person. Yeah. Yeah. If 
you're with me, you see, my breath is not too great. Offer me a mint. Why do you turn to the next person next to me and whisper? And whisper, we are going to die in this car, you know. Why would you do that? Or tell the driver, can I, can I get off? Can I get off? Uh, uh, just, just by the bus stop up there. Why do you want to get off? Why are you getting off? You've seen something wrong with me. Help me fix it. Help me fix it. What spirit do you have? Help me fix it. Why do you want to leave me because I have a problem? Why are you leaving me because I have a problem? Help me fix it. Help me fix the problem. Help me fix it. Don't criticize me. Don't criticize me. You are blessed to have a higher wisdom than me. To see my to see my problem is that you are wiser than me. Help me solve it. Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand side of God, interceding for us. He has the ministry of intercession, standing in the gap. Do you understand the gap? That is the space in between, in between God and us to bridge the gap. Instead of keeping us away from God, he is in the gap to maintain a flow between God and us. A flow between God and us. That is his work, interceding for us, interceding for us. And what is Satan doing? He's also there, accusing us. Accusing. Pointing, accusing is to see someone's fault and you point at the fault. And you emphasize that that's an accusation. This is his fault. This is what he can't do. So I don't know what ministry you want to have. Whether you want to be like Christ or you want to be like Satan. I don't know which one you want to choose. The Christ ministry or the Satan ministry. You have to choose. You have to decide. Singleness of heart. So when you see a problem, when you see a problem, like someone said, the problem you notice is your calling. Yeah. yeah. That's what someone said. The problem you notice is your calling. And I noticed a problem that one song is sung every Tuesday for one year. It's my calling to correct it. God, nobody will correct it. Nobody will say anything. It's my role to come and say, hey, you know what? It's enough. Stop it. Learn a new song. Yeah, learn, learn, learn it properly. Learn a lot of songs. The problem you notice is your calling. Someone said, and I think it's true. I think it's true. Do you also think it's true? It's true. <laughs> Do you have time for one more point? Yeah. How the church must be. Can you see how the church should be? When we move away from the first, first, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Then the whole church witnesses. Everybody is a witness. All. What's verse 44, verse 47 saying? Praising God. Ah, there's, there's praise and worship in the church. Good music. Good sound. Praising God. 
the church must experience dynamic praises. Dynamic praises. With good spiritual songs. Dynamic. With good music. Good sound. When you hear that, you say, mm. Yeah. The singers must have good voices. They must give their best. No, every day you stand, you start off key that you correct. Good music. So those of you who say you are musicians, we are calling on you today. We've seen you in the Bible. Produce good music. Hey. You know, I go to church. The music in the church, do you know that they have one word for it? It's cozy. Cozy. Hey. Yeah, they are our, uh, what do you call it? Landlord or landlady. I don't know whether it's a man or a woman. She said, when you people came here, your music was not like this. Your music said your music has become richer. She wasn't talking about noise. Said the music said the, the way she was heavy. Said the music has become heavy. He said now we can we can feel it in the whole building. I said aha, uh-huh, you can feel. It. He said yes, that's what. That, I said that was my aim. I wanted you to feel the music. You have to feel it. When you come to church once, you come again. Because yeah. someone is there that is his calling for good music. It is his calling. He cannot walk around and waste his calling. He has to use his calling to the max. Say to the max. You have to use it. (laughs) Cozy. When you enter, you say the atmosphere is. When it's not working, I just turn around like this. They know what it means. Means what? What are you doing? It's a short. It's a short time. Praise the worship is ending. Can you do something? You want to feel it, and the selection of the music has to be spiritual music from spiritual people. Tommy Walker, say songs like Tommy Walker, Don Moen. When you see, when you start the song and you see this, uh, these people. Moving their waist, they should know that your song is not deep. Waist moving song, wasn't No. You want people lifting up hands, lifting up hands, worshiping God. No, not always, not always. You want to cause a stir. I mean, you are quick, you are quick to get people excited. You are quick. You are quick to get people excited. You see, when you are quick to get people excited, I use there's something wrong. You should go for excitement. No. Go for God. Go for God. Go for the God presence. We're not in a stadium. It's not a football stadium that you've seen. You've seen uh, Mourinho. You want to cheer him. Go say Mourinho. Go say Mourinho. 
not in a stadium. It's not cheerleading. It's God. It's God. We want to know God. We have to know God. We have to know how to sing to God. How about the music star? We are not, it's not a rave. Well, it starts, you know, it's like, then you look at your friends, like, hey, let's go to the front. Hey. <laughs> what are you doing? Right from the, the person just came to church, just walked into church. Then you just came, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. What is that? Is it a rave? Is that how to meet God? Do you understand that when you get to heaven? <laughs> you think that is what it's going to be? Read your scripture, said the elders. Casting down golden crowns. Casting down golden crowns in his presence. Casting down golden press crowns. Did you face it? And perhaps because some of the leaders are not so spiritual, so they encourage it. Is that that is what it is working? That's what it means to them. When it's working, they will get the people doing all these kind of things. It's like yes, it's working. So it's that you are you are you are under pressure that till I get the people to, you know, turn into some party atmosphere. It's like today hasn't worked. Your, your song selection, your songs, the selection of your song, not your voice, your selection of songs. What song do you like? By who? By who? By who? Whose songs do you like? Whose songs do you like? Whose songs do you sing? That's the difference. Many years ago, they used to sing some songs. They said, hallelujah. And every time I'm not around, when I come back, somebody, I don't want to tell you who, but somebody has told the worship leader, sing, sing the song, they said, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Those days, the keyboard we used to use was, uh, is it Roland? Roland. It was Roland. Roland, yes. So I said to them, the amount of money we spent to buy this keyboard and the talented keyboard is behind it on all you can put him through to play from this Roland X80 is hallelujah as soon as you start you all have to do that who's in both posture hallelujah hallelujah I mean what is this what is this who are we praising Look at, look at it, look at the face sitting there. 
use it to play hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then you say, they will be doing things with their flow. It's as though when he does the things with his voice, then means the spirit has come. Hallelujah. You feel, it's like you have some shivers. You think it's by somebody's voice? How can it be by somebody's voice? It is the words. It is the words. It is the words. It is the words. It is the words of the song. It has nobody's voice. It's not someone's voice. It is the words. Let us hear the words. The words must be mean. The words must make us think about God. The words. Someone's nice voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praising God. Praising God. The God type of church. The church that Christ is building. God is praising it. God is praised. God is praised. You guys say these people pray, these people know they are God. And they praise Him. May God be praised in our churches. Yeah. God must be praised. And we must be particular about how God is praised in our churches. What songs are sing? What songs? Some of the songs are not, I'm sorry to say, they are not spiritual. They don't take us anywhere. They take us nowhere. They only make us sweat. Even if we we'll sweat and in the presence of God, it's okay. But sweat and you've just sweated by your friend. I think it's time to finish. We'll continue next week, isn't it? Take me back to verse 46. Wow. I've seen something that I missed. And they continuing daily. There must be a lot of meetings. A lot of meetings. A lot of meetings. Must meet as often as it is necessary. As often as it is necessary. She forced ourselves into we should meet. Don't be deceived when people say, Oh, we only meet on Sundays. There are other meetings you don't know about. There are other things. If you're a serious Christian, your meetings won't be just one Sunday. You will have a visitation. Oh, you are looking for a lost soul. You will have time for outreach. Oh, you are winning new souls. You have prayer meetings. There will be different meetings in your schedule. God will feel, will, will be in your, in, your, in your week every day. God is in it. You will never be tired. Daily. They continuing daily. 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 
Where is the verse that told us about the 3,000? 42? 41? Darling, 41. In the same day. Where are to them? 3,000. No, this is not the one I want. What's 42? No, this is not what I want. I'll find it for you. You want me to find it for you, isn't it? I will, I will. Hey, babies. 47, 47. Yes, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And the Lord added to the church daily. How do you know the Lord is adding to the church daily? How would you know? That is adding to the daily. If there was no meeting to count. Added to the church daily. Daily. There's some, there's some type. You see, every cell meeting you have, there must be salvation there. Otherwise, otherwise, you see, the absence of salvation, make altar call, Sunday morning, nobody gets saved. It's a sign of barrenness. Why are we more disturbed when someone has been married? Someone has been married three years, four years, five years, and they haven't had a child. Then we start dropping hints. Hey, when are my grandchildren coming? Where am I? They say, hey, so how? You start saying, then the, the... Super spiritual one starts saying that hey, I saw a vision of some um, dark woman following you. This, this, all because of God of what they have seen. Why didn't you see the vision before the wedding? Anyway, forget about their visions. But when you stand in the church and you make altar call, then nobody is giving their life to Christ. Church members, we are not concerned. You have to be concerned. Means you have brought nobody to church. Means you are not giving birth. But souls must be saved every day in every meeting. Souls must be saved. It's not about the atmosphere. Look, stop telling yourselves those stories. No, it's not, London, London is what? London is what? London is what? London over here. This it, it is a sign of barren. You are becoming barren. That's why you make altar call. Nobody has given their life to Christ. Every Sunday, there must be 50, 100 people giving their life to Christ. If the church is fruitful and has overcome barren, you will see hundreds of souls pouring to the front. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. That's an active church. That's an active church. That's a church that is alive. Oh, you make contact with everybody just there. It's like almost as though we are tired. We are waiting for the for closing time. Souls must be saved daily. Are you also reading it? The Lord added to the church daily. Daily. Assess the state of the church by response to altar call. Yeah. That's why you that's why you know the type of people that are. Whether they are serious, they say, oh, you see, London, people give their life to Christ uh, once a year. What do you mean? What do you mean? 
What do you mean? Don't let Satan deceive you. Overcome that deception of Satan. Overcome that deception of Satan. I said, overcome that deception of Satan in your church. In your church, overcome it. Nobody is getting saved. It's a sign of barrenness. It is a there is a problem. There is a problem. There is a problem. There is a problem. Even when there are no weddings, there is a problem. There has to be weddings. There has to be weddings. You have, you have the, Mr. Pastor, you have to rise up and, and tell people that marry each other. Marry this one. Take this one and marry. Because they are there. They are there. They are growing up. Being fussy over nothing. <laughs> tell them. Tell the tell young lady, you know what? This guy likes you. Take it or just take it. Just take it. Marry her. Marry him. Fussy over nothing. Before I realize she's sitting there, she's become a prayer topic. Because the younger ones are growing up. The younger ones usually look nicer. I don't know that they are nicer, but they, they appear. Yeah. So when someone is looking, they want the young ones. In school, we have something we call October rush. Because that's, what, that's when the freshers come. So all continuing students are forgotten. Then you see them rushing for the fresh ones. It's called October rush. Yeah. Freshers. It's like fresh, fresh ones have come to first year. Fresh ones have come. <laughs> Fresh ones have come. This used to this. We've seen them while we are tired. Yeah. Fresh ones have come. So you see the continuing ones, you see them. They also have to hold firm to what they have. You are not going anywhere. Where are you? You are not going anywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. October rush. October rush. There should be weddings. There should be increase. There should be growth in the church. There should be salvation. A lot of souls. I mean, Sunday morning, Sunday morning, a lot of souls must be saved. A lot of souls must be saved. You cannot drive your car empty to church with you, your husband, and uh, uh, your um, six-month-old baby. You are going to church and you have come. No, 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 no. Daily, such as should be saved. Stand to your feet and thank the Lord. Just thank God for tonight. Just thank Him. Thank Him that. The churches will increase. The churches will become like the original church. Like what it's supposed to be. What it's supposed to be. The churches will become that. It will become what it's supposed to be. With the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in the church. Everybody in the church that is saved is a witness. 
there's prayer in the church there's fellowship in the church there's smaller group fellowship there's breaking of bread pray, pray that that shall be a portion and that shall be a portion that we are devoted to the apostles doctrine steadfastly continuing steadfastly continuing in the apostles doctrine this is who we are that is what we are this is who we are that is what we are Shadow lava diba lava shiba lava diba lava shaba. Let me cause sabradiste. Namize la brande la brodo shabata la bla diba casta. Mikosa patande. Malifemi. Malikobo shabradiste. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we want to thank you tonight. We want to thank you for your sweet word. Thank you for your word that has encouraged us. Your word that has blessed us. Your word that has helped us, oh God. Thank you, Father, for your great blessing and the mighty blessing that this message shall be in our lives, oh God. May this be a turning point for many of our churches, Lord. May this be a turning point for us, Lord, ministers and pastors, Lord. That we shall follow you. We shall follow your example, O oh God. Nothing but your example. Thank you, Father, for this great blessing that we have received through your word today. We join you, Lord. We want to be with you as you build your church. As you build your church. Thank you, Lord, that you will use us to build the church. To build large churches, O oh God. Thank you, Lord. As many as desire to be with you anoint them Lord anoint them Lord with your Holy Spirit fill them with your Holy Spirit bless them with your Holy Spirit strengthen them with your Holy Spirit fill them Lord as they decide and they choose Lord they choose to build with you to build with you to build with you Lord let them be blessed Lord let everyone that chooses to join you in building your church that let that life be a blessed life let that life become a blessed life Lord let that life be like the life of the righteous thank you for your blessing thank you for your help in Jesus name now as we close off I want to say this prayer for some of us here while every eye is closed every head is bowed very important time I want to pray with you if you are here Maybe somebody invited you to church or you've been going to church somewhere but deep in your heart you feel far from God. You're not sure whether you are saved or not. But today you want to be saved. You want to be sure of your salvation. You want to be sure of your salvation. You want to be sure that when you die you will go to heaven. You want to be a child of God. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. If you're here like that, say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you very quickly. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. 
I can see the hand there. God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. Tonight is my night. Tonight is my night. I want to serve Jesus. I want to serve God. I want to be born again. I want to be sure that I am saved. Just your right hand. You want to join in. You also want to join in. You also want to be saved tonight. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Have your hand lifted up. God bless you. Have your hand lifted up. I want to come to me all the way to the front. Come from the back. Wherever you are, come to me. Come. Come. Come and give your life to Jesus. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, you can still come. You can still come. You want to come. You can come. You can. Bow your heads with me. Those in front, I want to say this prayer after me. The whole church, help us as we make this prayer together. Save me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ Who died for my sins And rose up on the third day Say Lord Jesus Please come into my heart Be the Lord of my life I give my life to you I give myself to you From today I will serve you I will no longer serve Satan. I will serve you, Heavenly Father. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for them now. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. Cause them to be filled with your spirit, Lord. May they be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let them serve you. Let them know you. May they dwell in your house forever. In Jesus' name.